welcome back to I'm Trying the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and I am so happy to have you here listening. We have, I have, another solo episode coming at you today. It's going to be real, raw. I don't have much structure in place for this. I kind of have a general topic in mind, but I just want to sort of free flow, see what comes through. Sometimes I really surprise myself and amaze myself with this type of episode. Other times I listen back and I just wonder what what was going through my head and I think I probably should have saved that for therapy. But, you know, we're here and oftentimes these episodes resonate with you all the most. So let's just give it a go. Let's see where we go with this all. It's currently a late Wednesday afternoon, August 31st. We're about to hit September and you know what that means? It's fall. It's officially fall. I don't care what the calendar says. I don't care what the weather outside is like. September is fall. And why I'm so passionate about this is because I'm originally from Pennsylvania, where we have an actual, like, Hallmark movie-worthy fall experience of the changing leaves and the chill, crisp mornings and just... I don't know, like cute little quaint towns and driving through them and fireplaces and cozy vibes and flannels and football games and like everything. I mean, like imagine a fall movie scene from your favorite show or from a Hallmark movie because they they really get the seasonal ones so good, you know, and that's what I grew up with. So I am a big advocate for fall. Unfortunately, I now live in Austin, Texas where fall will consist of 80 degree weather instead of 90 degree to 100 plus weather. And there won't be really any leaves changing until it's supposed to be Christmas time. And yeah, there's not really the fall vibe happening here. I'm advocating that my work creates a pumpkin spice syrup so that I can at least taste and kind of feel like I'm in the fall spirit, but we'll see how that goes. Regardless though, thinking about this transition into fall and everything that comes with it got me thinking on this topic I wanted to discuss and I'm going to be kind of shooting my shot here you know kind of going off my I don't know just speaking in the moment here but that's let's just go with it okay so I keep seeing these like memes captions is that on Instagram saying how excited they are for fall but they they feel their seasonal depression like lurking around the corner and I, I just kind of chuckle at these, right? Because I'm like, I feel that, you know? I, I get that. I used to be that. I used to live in Pennsylvania where, like clockwork, every year, once the festivities of fall and early winter, aka Christmas, were over, come January 1st, and I was just like, I was fucked over. I was going to be in seasonal depression for the next, like, four or five months because wintertime in Pennsylvania from January through to... I don't know, sometimes into May, it's just snow and ice and cold and you can't do anything you love and it's dark and you're stuck inside and it's just sad. You know, it's just real sad time. Some people experience seasonal sadness. Some like me probably experience what would actually be like truly seasonal depression and it's just not, it's just not a vibe. It's not a good time. And so I moved here to Austin hoping to run away and get away from that, you know, thinking, oh, if I change my environment... I won't experience seasonal depression for a third to a half of the year. So I move here and I quickly realize uh, this idea of seasonal sadness, seasonal depression, is truly just, I don't want to say it's a mindset because I don't want to degrade anybody's experience, mine included, 
But there's a reason it's called seasonal and it's not called winter or it's not called something very specific. What I mean by that is I've realized with time, this idea of, let's call it with seasonal sadness for now, it truly is something that is stemming from an internalized place. Yes, if you live anywhere where it is cold, snowy, etc., that makes it worse. But what I've also realized is that my seasonal depression, seasonal sadness, is just as bad in Austin during the insanely hot summer months in which I don't go outside at all either. I mean, for the past three months, I've been getting up to walk timber before 7.30 a.m. Otherwise, I will like have full body sweats just by walking him past 7.30 a.m. And then I would be working all day or if I'm working from home, I stay inside all day because it's so freaking hot and sunny. Like I might go lay out in the sun for like 20 minutes, maybe 30, but that usually turns me like bright red. Like it's so strong. And then I'm inside all day with everything closed up, the AC on, and then I really don't go outside again until after like 7.30 p.m., 8 p.m., because by then it's hopefully, hopefully down to like 85 degrees, which is still insanely hot if you think about it, if you live anywhere besides like down south here. And so I realized after some time, during my first summer here and now my second summer here, this mindset and this struggle of seasonal sadness, seasonal depression, I couldn't just run away from it. I couldn't just move to a new place and say, I fixed the problem. I'm good. We're happy. No, 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 no. That shit follows you. Why? Because it's stemming from an internalized place. And I think there's some more aspects to it too that we can go into. But Where I'm going with this now is that I started to think on and reflect about how could I make this better, right? Like if I'm going to experience this seasonal sadness, no matter where I'm at, how, how can I make this better? Or like, what's, what, what are the contributing factors to it? And I think part of it goes into doing an overall analysis of your life and really understanding, really asking yourself the hard questions of, am I happy with my life? Am I content? Do I feel challenged? Do I feel stagnant? Am I, you know, unhappy? Am I overworked? Am I tired? Like what's what's happening? What's going on? Because my theory is is sort of like this, right? I think back to when I lived in Pennsylvania and it every year, just like clockwork, I felt these same sort of like seasonal emotional shifts, right? So January through let's say March, I would feel, wait, oh my god, why am I blanking on my months? April or March, which is the fourth month, January, February, March, April, April, March, March, April. Guys, I swear I'm not stupid, I'm just having a really bad brain fog day. January, February, March, April, yeah, so January through April, right, I'd feel kind of like the winter blues, couldn't go outside, do anything, whatever. Come springtime, it's good enough weather. Everybody's like going outside. The school year was ending. It's summertime, which means vacations and going here and doing this. And it becomes into this, it goes from the season of what feels like nothingness into a season of everything, 
you know, of like vacations and this. And there's holidays to celebrate and so many birthdays and pool parties and barbecues and all the like typical American like summertime things, right? And then comes fall, but with fall, still there's everything going on. There's the start of the school year. There's like all the the fun fall things. There's the holidays, the festivities. And so we're still all riding this high, right, of celebrations. Uh, Like every, every two weeks, there's like something to celebrate. And with that, sometimes comes like a day off school or a day off work. And it's, you know, new things to buy and seasonal scents. And there's just so much excitement, you know, and that keeps carrying through into the very beginning of winter, which comes to Christmas. And then boom, just like that, we hit January and it's back into nothingness and back into seasonal sadness and seasonal depression. And every year we just follow, 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 follow the cycle. And what I've realized is that that continues, right? So here in Austin, where I'm at now, it's, it's a little bit different where I feel this sort of seasonal sadness almost stemming from a place of comparison where during my summer, I see all these people that do get to go out and enjoy what would be like a typical summer, you know, and they're on the boats and they're celebrating and they're doing this and they're doing that. And it's like travel here and do this and do that. And it's so fun and it's hot girl summer. And meanwhile, I'm over here, like, truly feeling seasonal summertime, just seasonal sadness, and not knowing why, only to later take time to analyze and think things over and realize that I'm just really not happy with my life right now. I, I don't know, I, for the longest time, was just like, oh, it's just seasonal sadness, you know? It's just like what I had before. I can't go outside all day and it's too hot to do anything I love and I'm just sweaty and overheating 24-7 and blah, blah, blah. And then I just started to think and reflect and started to realize like, hmm, yeah, that's all part of the problem. Like, yeah, it's, that all sucks. But, you know, ultimately, I don't know, I wasn't happy in the cold and I'm not happy in the hot and I'm not happy here and I'm not happy there. Like, Am, am I just not happy? <laughs> you know, like, what what's going on? And I, I started to think, and I, I had a conversation with my good friend Chris, and it just got me thinking about this idea and this hard question of, am I even happy with my life? You know? And I it's hard to admit, but I don't really think I am. I don't, like, I'm not too certain Like, I have lots of joy, and I have so much I'm grateful for, but I just, I don't know if I'm necessarily happy or content, maybe that's more so the word content, with my life currently. And I think this summer, being trapped inside and feeling so much comparison to others living such a, like, vibrant, lively summer has just kind of, like, amplified that issue to make it feel like what I've experienced before of seasonal sadness or seasonal depression. And I don't know, I just, I feel like overall, I've just spent so much time lately abandoning or neglecting like the areas of my life that actually make me feel happy or make me feel content because I've been so wrapped up in like what I think I should be doing or I've been wrapped up in situations that I sort of like dug myself into, which I'll go into, but it just kind of became this question of like, what am I, what am I even doing? Like, what am I living for right now? 
because I'm not living a life necessarily of like fun and joy and excitement and I'm 22 like I I feel like I'm living the life of somebody who is just settled for what is later in life like I I don't know I'm just like is this really what I want is to be working all the time stressing about money so then anytime I do go out to try to enjoy or have fun I'm stressing about that $25 I just spent on a meal or I'm stressing about the fact that I was out with a friend for four hours instead of working on stuff at my apartment or I'm stressed about taking a trip and taking time off work and not making money and I'm so I'm so stressed about you know what I where I should be with my business or where I should be with my brand versus like where do I actually want to be that I literally just missed out on like an entire summer another summer here in Austin and I didn't go out and I didn't have my like boat movement and I didn't celebrate any fun holidays and I didn't I had maybe one pool day with a friend and I just I don't know it just hit me of like I I work so much and I do so much to afford a lifestyle that I can't even at the end of the day enjoy and that's not all on me but it's also not all on society either right like we all know how insane rent and the cost of living is nowadays especially if you live in a city such as Austin, Boston, California, New York etc and so it's not that I'm necessarily a huge spender I mean if I break down my budget (laughs) The one day I like broke, I was like, let's break down my budget and see where I'm wasting money so that I can spend it elsewhere, you know, kind of feeling positive, like, look at me go, let's do this. So I start writing out like my, like, I start going over my finances, write out like how much I'm making, what I'm spending on. And I realize like everything I'm spending on are like actual needs. But by the time I pay for rent, groceries, pet food, a little bit like like the emer- like the the set amount that I'll probably either be spending on medical bills such as like supplements, therapy, vet appointments, etc. and then I put in like a you know, couple little bit of money for eating out and then like electricity and this bill and that bill and this bill. I'm like, "Cool. So I'm not really spending my money poorly either. I'm just simply not making enough." <laughs> to live in like to live the life I'm living while also having fun taking time off and doing extracurricular activities and I was like cool that's depressing (laughs) like that's that's fucking sad how can I fix that if the overall issue is that I'm not making enough yet I'm already working like a shit ton and it just feels like no matter where I try to live in Austin, I'm spending way too much. And I'm like, I'm like, can I eat less? Like, nope. Like, that's that's not the move to make. The pets can't eat less. I can't really give up on therapy. I tried that for a month and my mental health literally went to shit. So I'm just like, cool, cool, cool. So that's that's where we're at. And that in itself is you know, a sad thought. And I'm sure many of you relate, whether you're in college or out of college or in school or whatever stage of life. I feel like everybody has their stage of life where you're just like, 
I am working and I am making money and that is about all that I can do right now. And I keep trying to tell myself like it will get better and I know it will. I know this is probably a time of my life when I make the least amount of money and I spend the most because I am single, living on my own, I am young, I'm still trying to like work my way up in the work field, you know, I'm having all these like health issues right now. Like I I know this is the most I'll probably ever be spending in comparison to how much I'm making, but like still, oof, it's not fun, you know? I'm sure so many of you relate and I feel for you because it's just not fun. And I know this conversation is shifting, but I'm just sort of taking you along my thought process and like where where I've been thinking on this and how I've been thinking through it. You know, it's sort of like free flow, journaling, thought process. This is essentially a therapy session, I hope for both me and you. So let's keep at it. But I think what I'm trying to ref- like do now is instead of just stewing on the fact of this sucks and all the things going wrong because I don't know about you but I'm I'm a big like uh it's called like the monkey mind when you when your mind gets stuck on one thing and you just keep ruminating on it and it's kind of like it's playing on a loop or a cycle in your head imagine you know if it's like when you get a favorite a song stuck in your head whether you like the song or not and you just can't get it out like for me it's every fucking tiktok song nowadays and it drives me mad but just like those TikTok songs or any song, you know, that gets stuck in your head on a loop or a cycle, I get stuck in such negative mindset spirals. I never get stuck on like a positive thought spiral. I'm never like, oh my gosh, so much gratitude. I can't believe this good thing happened, blah, 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 over and over. But for some reason with the negative and the hardship, I just, my brain just loves, it just loves to cycle on that, keep repeating it on a loop and just keep tormenting and traumatizing me like, 24 7 and yeah it's 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 not fun but I'm sure many of you once again relate feel that etc and so I'm trying to not get stuck in those like negative ruminating thought cycles of always thinking in like a I want to try to think of more of like an abundance what can I do moving forward mindset versus a stuck in the past ruminating lack mentality so instead of focusing on not making enough money not having enough money to do XYZ, all the time I'm working, all the things I'm missing out on, et cetera, et cetera. I'm kind of like, okay, what can I do to have more joy this week? What can I do to feel better in this moment? What can I do this week that is free? Or what can I do this week that will save me like even a couple extra bucks, you know? Even if that's like choosing to make homemade pesto instead of buying the ridiculously expensive pre-made but easy convenient pesto I don't know little things like that and I think where I'm going with it now is just sort of trying to understand also like what lifestyle changes or shifts have I been wanting to make and I think would help me feel better about my life but I just haven't right and I think how many times have I said right and I think but anywho I've just been kind of applying this copy and paste mentality to my life and I think quite a few of us probably do this where we it's just so easy to lose track of time and it seems like time's passing so slowly but before you know it another year has passed I mean guys 2022 is almost over I mean I'm being a bit dramatic we still have a couple months but still like what the fuck it was just starting I was just doing my like new year's semi-resolutions episode like what happened where did that time go 
And so what happens is that like time's just passing and we get just stuck in the, in cycles and we get stuck in loops. And it's a copy and paste mindset mentality almost of, you know, it's like, it's another fall for me here in Austin. Like I'll probably keep doing like the same things. Or it's like week after week, I stay in my same routine. Month after month, I stay in my same routine. And then before you know it, so much time has passed and you haven't made the progress or the changes or the shifts that you've been talking about or wanting to make for so long. And I know for, I'm, I I hate to be that person, but I'm like, I have such big talk of like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to change this habit and do this and do that, blah, blah, blah. And then I never fucking do it. It just takes me forever. And I'm just trying to get better about reminding myself that when I'm talking about these things, it's because like that excites me and it brings me joy. And I should probably prioritize making those changes or making those shifts sooner rather than later. For instance, I've been talking about leaving my current rest, like service industry job since last November. It's almost going to be a year now. And I've, I've made like tiny little changes, but I've not actually left the job. Like, I, I don't know. I had one or two different, like, opportunities where I thought I had another job set up, but then I didn't get it, and then I kind of spiraled, and I was so sad. And I was like, blah, blah, I'm just going to stay in my job. And it hit me the other day that it would be almost a year since I first wrote that in my journal that I wanted a new job, and I'm still there. And I was like, God damn it, I am not going to let another, like, no more time passing. I'm getting a new job. I'm getting out of the service industry now. Like, it is time to take action. And I truly think that will make me feel happier and more content in life, especially if I can find a job where the work is more aligned with how I feel and what I'm passionate about and just makes me feel like I have a purpose in my day-to-day outside of the work I do for this podcast and for Instagram. And so that's just one example of, like, I just kept living that copy-and-paste month-by-month mindset until it hit me of, like, oh my goodness, like, what have I been doing? I need to get out. So... That's one area. Another thing that happened more recently was for about a year and a half now, I've been saying I wanted to do, I've been wanting to like take another course, learn a new skill, have something that I can offer as a healing sort of modality for my community, but also as like a healing modality for myself. I I know I don't like share too, too much about it on Instagram or on the podcast, at least as much as I used to, but I am like, a bit more on the spiritual side. I love, I love all the fun woo-woo stuff and I, you know, I'll talk shit about it at times, but at the end of the day, like, I really do resonate and feel into a lot of it. And I've always really felt connected to the alternative healing modalities such as meditation, breath work, Reiki, or even just practices such as astrology. And yeah, I've never, like, taken the effort or invested in myself to really dive into those arts or those practices and not only utilize the skills fully for myself and kind of add it as a tool for myself in my own healing, but also as something I can provide for others and share with you all too. And for the past year and a half, I've been thinking about joining this breathwork certification program because I truly think breathwork has so much power and potential to change like your physical, mental, and emotional state. It is such a powerful tool. And I think it's neat that it has the physical aspect that meditation oftentimes doesn't really have, Um, which I personally, you know, I find it hard to meditate because I get fidgety. I'm like, I need to do something. But breath work, to me, when I've experienced it, 
it fuses that physical with the emotional and mental and spiritual and it's just oh, it's such a wonderful experience and it can be so beneficial for your health and wellness as well so anyway right you can hear how passionate i am about this and yet for the past year and a half it's just been it's something like i knew it would only bring good into my life right like taking this course isn't going to i like i don't know it's only going to add good yet why I've just like been playing these stories and narratives and copy and paste mentalities in my mind of I don't have the money for it, I don't have the time, I'll do it next round, blah, blah, blah. And then once again, it hit me like a week or two ago of I've been talking about this for like a year and a half now. I've already missed the last three rounds of the certification program and I'm about to miss the sign up for the next round. And Like, what do I have to lose? Because as I discussed earlier in this episode, I'm not sure that I'm all that happy or I'm all that content with my life currently. So truly, what do I have to lose by investing in myself and learning a tool and a practice that will not only benefit me tremendously, but will allow me to expand it to my community, maybe build more of like a branding business off of it, uh, like use it as like collaboration with local healers and events like there's so much good it could bring into my life why why wouldn't I you know and honestly what really pushed me to make that decision and implement that and start that program was my recent um, nasal and sinus surgery which if you follow on Instagram you might have seen but it it was horrible they did not prepare me for how severe of a surgery and recovery it would be in the slightest. Like they literally said at the one point that afterwards I'd need someone to pick me up from the hospital or they could arrange for an Uber to take me home. And I thought, well, if I could Uber home from the surgery, it can't be that big of a deal. And they also told me like, yeah, you'll probably be back to work within four days. And, you know, you might be like a little sore, but that's it. Guys, I can't even, and I won't even go into it because it'll take me 15 minutes. That surgery was one of the most intense things I've ever lived through. And I I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. The recovery was horrible. Your entire face, head, body is just like incapable of, I could barely walk for four days. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't breathe at all through my nose. I was mouth breathing. Like my tongue was numb. It was, my mental health was, it was horrible absolutely horrible and I have a reel on my Instagram that was just like I couldn't even cry it was so so horrible and in the midst of that insanely hard time at one of my darkest moments actually when I just I was awake like all through the night and I was just truly like contemplating everything in life and like why I was here and everything I was like something has to change and I think part of that change is me getting real and taking time and the jump to invest in myself in do this breathwork certification course. And once again, I knew I was like, it won't fix everything. It's not going to magically change my life, but it has the potential to add so much. It has the potential to help me in so many ways. And it has the potential to play a part in making my life so much better than it is currently. And I realized also, I was like, and I I will never take for granted again the ability to breathe and the power of breath and what that does for your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies. Like, I, 
I don't know, it just took me hitting such an insane rock bottom to be like, I I need to change and I need to have a life that feels purposeful and like I'm happy and content and everything. And so I signed up for the program and I, I start next week, so the beginning of September, and I'm just so excited. I'll definitely be taking you guys along the journey and sharing learnings with you all and we'll see how I do, but I'm I'm just so, so excited and it feels so good to finally be acknowledging like these like the hard truth of the fact that I'm not happy with life currently I'm not content in the slightest I I'm struggling to find purpose and passion in what I do and yes I have my moments of it and that's when I create my content and that's when I talk about it but I'm also trying to be better about sharing the hard moments and the moments when I literally could give zero fucks about anything and everything and the journey to find a much more even-keeled pace of living in which I'm, I'm happy and I'm content. And yes, there are still struggles, but I'm not riding this insane emotional roller coaster from high highs to low lows. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just ready for change. And I'm ready to stop letting the cycles and seasonal patterns of life just copy and paste year after year. Like I'm ready to to really just like take ownership of my life and what I am creating and what I want it to be. And I hope that this episode clicks with you in some way, that it resonates, that it gets you pondering or thinking because I would truly just love to see us all start making these shifts and changes that we need to just make our life, even if it's just like one inch better, you know, 0.5 of an inch better day by day, whatever it is, like I just... I want us all to thrive. This podcast used to be called Let's Thrive for a reason. And it's because there are so many struggles and hardships and low times in life. But there are also so many times when we are thriving and we can thrive. And I think the the more and more we dive into these hard times and these moments and these thoughts and philosophies, the more and more we can cultivate those times of thriving. And I just, I don't know, I just really want that for myself and I want it for you all as part of my community. I want it for everybody, truly, but I know not everybody's on that path. So, you know, that's, that's part of it, but I'm going to start wrapping things up because I could keep going on and, but I'm not going to. (laughs) Instead, I think I'm going to go walk with my friends, get some fresh air and then take a dance class later tonight as part of my somatic energy release therapy, which I did a podcast on before and there's another one coming out I think after this so stay tuned you'll hear all about it but yeah overall glad I have the safe space to share my thoughts and my journey and everything with you all and I hope you know that I'm always here to listen connect with you we I'm on Instagram at Emily Feichels I'm also on Geneva I have a podcast an Instagram for the podcast And I'm just trying to find more and more ways to connect with you all and really continue these conversations as more of a two-way conversation versus me speaking into the mic. But but yeah, just know I appreciate you. And if the show brings any value into your life, a rate review, share on IG, a little message to me, like truly any and all of it means so, so much. And just big love, big appreciation for you all. So I'll talk to you next time. Bye.